What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast. We are doing math in my head, computing 10 days, 10 days, boys and girls, away from MLB The Show 23's early release on March 24th. We are only a few more days until my giveaway for a free digital deluxe edition of MLB The Show 23 ends. March 17th, we're picking a winner. Have you entered the giveaway yet? You Only you know the answer to this question. If you've yet to enter the giveaway, go to my Twitter, or if you're on YouTube, go to the pinned, uh, not the, the, the description thing. The stuff under the video, where all the stuff is. Uh, the link to the tweet on how to enter, the instructions are all there. Make sure you enter. Um, today, hi, I'm excited for today. Today, I, I think, is kind of like the last down episode and what I mean by that is like there's not a ton to go over yet it was actually kind of a quiet news week the franchise update was valuable but also like this it's not worth a whole podcast episode so I'm going to take the time today to go through some of your guys's YouTube comments and I appreciate first of all everyone who watches and then is compelled enough to leave a comment good bad indifferent just leaving your opinions, whatever it is, I appreciate it, truly. Um, and I do my best to at least acknowledge every single comment. I usually hit them with a thumbs up, a heart, if you make me love you. I'll even respond back. Like, this is, I'm a human being. I, I'm, I'm not above answering YouTube comments. Some some YouTubers just don't. They just, like, take the comments and ignore them. I actually, I read every single one. Um, but sometimes it's hard on YouTube when I'm responding to a comment to actually, like, fully articulate a thought or really get into the depth that I wish I could. So, that's what we're going to kind of do today. I don't have any specific YouTube comments even in mind right now. We're just going to go to, through a couple videos. We're not going to watch the videos, obviously. We're just going to scroll through some of the comments, and when I wh where I feel as if I should um, go through it a little more, I will. I think this is a good practice right now, especially with... Sorry, just checking my volume. We're all good. Uh, I, I think this is a good practice right about now, because... A lot of us all have expectations for only the show 23. Some people's expectations are, of course, different than others. And a lot of the content that I've been putting out lately has obviously had to do with 23. And I do my best to, to put my thoughts into as simple of terms as humanly possible on this podcast. But I'm an idiot, so sometimes I don't. Um, and so, yeah, we're just going to go through some comments. A lot of you guys comment every single video, and it means the world. And... Hopefully now I can help answer some questions or give a little more depth where it needs to be given. Really quickly before we move on here, Whiteboard Wednesday is schmoving every Wednesday, and look what I've got, YouTube. Bingo, bango, wowzer! I got a real camera, I got a microphone, like a nice effing microphone. Um, Whiteboard Wednesday this week is the best quality it's been so far. Now, it still isn't perfect, we're working out the kinks as we go, Lighting is my next thing I'm figuring out, but like we're getting progressively better each episode or each installment, and again, to me, the thing that matters most is that I'm having a blast recording it. So make sure you check out Whiteboard Wednesday. New time, I'm no longer doing 8 a.m. Eastern, I'm doing noon. Noon Eastern Standard Time. Uh, I think that just makes for better engagement. Uh, I don't always do it for the views, obviously, but of course I want people to see it, so I'm going to try to put it at an optimal viewing window. So noon Eastern, every Wednesday, Whiteboard Wednesday, and yes, that's how you say it, white. Um, okay, so we're going to, ready, I'm going to hit a button here. YouTube is going to make it look all funky, but, you know, it'll be fine everywhere else. All right, so we're just going to kind of look through a few videos here, 
Look through some comments. Make sure nothing plays. There we go. Uh, this video. All the franchise on March to October updates and MLB The Show 23. Let's see who has good comments. Well, everybody's got good comments, but let's see which requires a response. Um... State of the Franchise Gaming. Shout out to State of the Franchise Gaming. Uh, we are on opposite sides of the coin here in MLB The Show. I am a franchise guy, meaning State of the Franchise. That makes sense. That's his name. What they mentioned about the playoff format is that they had to change the logic and structure of a lot to fit how franchise works with trades and roster moves, which I appreciate they were open about. And I said that, too, in this uh, franchise update video I did. I very much thoroughly appreciated the transparency with which that they were like, listen... It's a bigger lift than I think people realize. It required a lot more time and effort to make it make sense. We didn't just want to add extra playoff teams. We wanted the logic behind it to make sense. We wanted to make sure that more teams were in in, um, in the trade deadline mode. We wanted to make sure more teams were competitive. More teams were operating as if they were chasing a playoff spot. It's not so simple as just adding playoff teams. So I appreciated their transparency about that. Uh, trade logic and player metrics are things they will be changing until Kingdom Come, which is fine. And that's a great point, too. I think some people, uh, and logically, there's no problem with this, I, I don't disagree, we're upset that, like, again, it's like, oh, and we made updates to trade logic. Like, every year they say this. Every single year. And every single year, the trades and the contracts seem more and more illogical. I, I don't know if there's ever a perfect way to make this work. Especially at the increasing rate with which contracts are getting bigger. I don't say that in a negative way. I think players should get paid. But we're not only talking average annual value anymore. We're we've seen contracts in the last like three off-seasons that lengthwise are just absurd. Because it's, it's a player-driven sports world right now, and players have a lot more power than they used to. And especially in a sport like baseball, where players tend to break down pretty quickly, or out of nowhere will break down, they want that, they want that guarantee. That's why you see them building all these little opt-outs into their schedule, uh, into their contract, rather. Because, God forbid, they, they do get hurt. They can still remain with the team, but they have the option to opt-out if, uh, if they're performing. So, I do agree that the updates will never stop on that front. I, just, I do just wish that they would get to a point where, like, even if they're still making updates, we've at least crossed a threshold of, like, realism. Even just a little bit of realism. Just, just a smidge. Um... Adam Blank made a made a, a good comment here. Uh, I, I wasn't sure if I made this abundantly clear in my franchise video, but I will guarantee you that SDS definitely didn't make it clear in their franchise video. Uh, even I was a little caught off guard when the stream ended. I was like, wait, where's the March to October stuff? And then I recalled uh, Clayton, I believe his name is, in the very beginning, said everything I'm about to talk about applies to franchise and March to October. We just tend to, like relate that scouting and draft stuff more so to franchise than March to October. I don't know anybody that plays multiple seasons of March to October with the same team. I mean, if you do, please leave a comment. I certainly never have. Um, I just figured there'd be like different March to October updates or like the elimination of the mode entirely. Um, but yeah, so just clarifying that there. Um, Shane was first. He always comments that he's first because Shane is Shane. Let's go back to this one here. World Baseball Classic wrap-up. Um, brilliant. Yes, all right, so Carl, Carl's a frequent commenter as well. Shout out to Carl. 
this is a 9 out of 10 for me, talking about World Baseball Classic players being in MLB The Show. I'm stoked for this. World Baseball Classic has been a lot of fun so far. Uh, I just watched the U.S. get absolutely shit-smacked by Mexico, which was not fun. Go figure, if you bring bad pictures, uh, pitchers to an international event, you'll lose games. Who'd have thunk it? Um, God, the U.S. did a bad job recruiting pitchers, but whatever. Um, so this is a 9 out of 10 for Carl. He said it would be a 10 out of 10 if the MLB... Uh, or if the non-MLB stadiums were also included. And so, I I think it's a 10 out of 10 regardless, that's just my opinion. However, I do also agree that I would have loved to see non-MLB stadiums. I think both of those things can be true. Um, I probably would guess that it has to do with the rights. Like, the World Baseball Classic doesn't own the rights to the stadiums. The stadiums are like, I don't know, look at it as on loan to the tournament. That's probably not the correct verbiage, but you know what I'm getting at here. So technically, they they probably don't have the ability to add them. Like, if they wanted to add the Tokyo Dome, they'd have to negotiate with the league of the team that owns the Tokyo Dome. That's probably how it works. But either way, I agree with you. I think it'd be super cool, but just having the World Baseball Classic content in its current form is sick. I'm totally down for it. Uh, Aristide said my placata was a 10 out of 10. Thank you. I practice it. Not really, but I know how to speak. Um... This comment doesn't make a lick of sense, so we're just going to ignore it. Um, I don't know what that means either, so we're just going to ignore that. Shane said I had 11 out of 10 dumper. Thank you, Shane. Thank you. Um, this Captain Series prediction thing. Got a lot of good comments on this one, especially people predicting what they would like or, or, or offering their suggestions. Um, let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, there might not actually be any good comments here. Oh, Andrew Taylor said he thought Kutch would be a great pick for the Pirates. I actually, I'm not going to lie to you, Andrew. I, uh, completely overlooked that one. I was going largely by, like, players who were returning from last year or had been there for a while, and then the idiot brain that I have has never even considered that McCutcheon had been a Pirate forever. Obviously, I know that. It just kind of slipped my mind. But yeah, Kutch would be a super cool Pirates captain. I'd be down for that, and I think a lot of people would be down for that. Give us an early Diamond McCutcheon after how good this 99 McCutcheon was. Hoo! Hoo-hoo! Look out! Um, Red Sox can do it again. I hate your name, but I love you as an individual. Said he just found my channel, and he's glad he did. See? That's, that's important. That's people saying they like the content. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, let's see what else we got. Comments, you guys have been cooking with the comments lately. Um, Diamond Dynasty will never be the same. Let's see. It's true. Diamond Dynasty will never be the same. Team Affinity being back is great. Kenneth Grass, I completely agree. I love Team Affinity. Um, yes, Michael Rochester. A lot of shifting dynamics that players must account for this year. Talking about how Diamond Dynasty is just going to operate so differently. The implementation and execution is going to be interesting to see in-game. I'm optimistic, but I do hold some reservations about how these features will operate. Uh, I responded with same, but I'm giving them respect for doing so many drastic things at once. And Michael said, of course, it's, it's a wait and see. Um, to go back to your original point, just give it a little more depth. I love that they are shifting the dynamic, to use your words. I think it is refreshing for a big game company that has had success selling units and making money off of their ultimate team mode 
to be like, nah, let's throw the whole thing out the door and do something different. Now, there's a yes and no to that. Like, is Team Affinity different? No, but it was gone and now it's back and theoretically it'll live in a different way. Like, they're recycling but also innovating, if that makes sense. And I, I think that's really important for game studios to do, especially as games get more and more stale because they've existed for so long, right? Like, Madden, I don't play a lot of Madden, but that shit looks the same to me all the time. And I think Madden players complain, rightfully so, not wrongfully so, that, you know, the game is like the same all the time. So I'm down for different things. If you're going to make a card collecting mode always the same way to collect the cards, I'm going to get bored really fast, which we all have. So I'm down for this. Now, talking about your next point, the implementation and execution is going to be interesting and it's going to be crucial. I'm adding the word crucial there. There is definitely a way in which this is effed up bad, right? I don't think any of us actually know what that looks like yet because we haven't really seen the mode. We haven't touched the game yet. I, this whole concept of 99s being available day one both excites me and worries me. It excites me because we no longer have to wait months and months and months for our favorite cards to drop. Also, it means there's really no such thing as a power creep anymore, which I kind of like. As much as I loved finding those, like, 92 or 93 overall Cattell Martes that smack like a 99, I'd rather just have the 99, right? I mean, I, I go back and forth on this point, and like, like Michael Rochester said, we're not, none of us are going to know what it actually is like until we play it. So I'm not, whole, I'm not judging anything yet until I see and play the game. I do think a way this is messed up really bad is if 99's day one quite literally means the grind is too easy. I think if 99's were acquirable day one, meaning the paths to getting them were available, but maybe it's a grind that takes a couple weeks or a week or whatever. You know, the, the, the new seasons thing, whatever they're calling them, or sets and series, they're going to be six to eight weeks long. It's a long time. I think that that lends itself to having a prolonged path to getting these cards. Like, so many people want the XP path back. I don't know where I stand there. But what if the means of acquiring these cards now is a combination of team affinity and XP reward path, missions moments, uh, programs? What if it's all just kind of blended together? And the longer you play and the more experience you gain and the more points you earn, then we start knocking 99s off the board. I don't know about that either. This is just a thought, but like I might be able to get down with that, especially if the grind doesn't suck. That's such a big problem with this game recently is that I'm down for grinding and I think grind 99 is, is perfect. I think it's great that every card is accessible. But man, is it boring sometimes. They need to make the Grind 99 less boring. That's the million dollar question, right? For pretty much any game studio is how can I make my game less boring? Or, or how can I give people incentive and reason to, to fire it up every day and play? But I'm totally here for the shifting dynamics. I'm here for a fresh start. I'm excited to go into Dyna Diamond Dynasty and kind of have no effing idea what to do. Like, for the past three or four years, you load up Diamond Dynasty, and for the most part, you already have a strategy mapped out in your head. It's like, okay, I'm going to go do this conquest to, on the USA map to get all these stubs and XP. Then I'm going to go into this mode and do this to knock this out. Then I'm going to go over here and blah, 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 blah. Now, I don't have any effing clue where I'm going when I fire that game up. That's kind of fun. It's kind of the great unknown. 
Um, you know, a lot of the a lot of the elements are still going to be similar, so nothing is going to be completely foreign to me. But it, it's different, and I'm I'm anxious for the Diamond Dynasty feature premiere stream on Thursday the twenty third, the the kind of sort of day the game drops because it drops at midnight Eastern that night. Um, because that's going to reveal a lot of information, and that's going to kind of map out where we're supposed to go with our time the second we fire the game up. Um, so, Michael Rochester, thank you very much for your comments. Thank you for articulating a very good point there. And I hope, you know, I, of course, commented back because I appreciated your comment, but I hope this gives even more depth to that answer that I tried to give you. Um, Mind Swamp. Okay, we're not even going to go there. People arguing about if Diamond Dynasty is fun. Not even, not even going to bother. Uh, the tech test review. This video did well. Thank you guys for that. Thank you guys. Um, Carl, I played the tech test for the first time here in the UK. Shout out from across the pond, mate. Sorry if I just butchered that and now you hate me. I thought the gameplay felt smoother and more like the most game experiences, and more like most, sorry, game experiences on next-gen consoles. I really like the new throwing meter, God, that scares me, which is now a challenge instead of a formality. I'm not too concerned about the perfect-perfect issue, as baseball is a game of mostly random outcomes, and this game should reflect that. The sounds off the bat seem more realistic, too, which is as a realism. Overall, I thought the tech test experience was worthwhile, if not revelatory. Nice effing word, Carl. Um... Yeah, the only thing I disagree with you here is is on the perfect perfect issue. I don't think perfect perfect should be a hit every single time you touch the ball, but like, sheesh, don't get me started. I think it, the, the hits need to be coming on perfect perfects. Um, but yeah, the tech test felt really good, guys. And I think that's another reason so many of us are so excited. Um, we've been fooled by tech tests before. This wouldn't be out of the ordinary if the game suddenly sucked. Um... But man, I, I thought the tech test played really, really well. There were a couple little things, like we're talking about the per perfect fly balls that die at the track. But like that, that'll be fixed. And they already had come out to say that there's a problem with that. So I'm not concerned. Um, Spidey Matt wants me to keep up the good work. Spidey Matt, I promise I will. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Um, Mama Dukes also hates the lineup screen. I said it perfectly. Thank you. There were a couple people who agreed with me there. I know uh, Matthias also agreed with me. Uh, yeah, dude, the, the lineup screen is bad. It is trash. I hope they fix that immediately. I hope that's the first thing they decide to fix. Um, let's see. We'll go back to our friend Michael Rochester here. Never touched co-op in 22, and I thought it was pretty enjoyable in the tech test. Yeah, uh, I kind of agree. I dis despise co-op because, like, I don't want my fate to be in the hands of somebody else. Uh, but I, I kind of had fun playing with Shane. So I think we'll do it again. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. I don't know what this comment means. Pitch speeds are, oh, uh, pitch speeds are down. Yeah, it, I think it just played smoothly. <laughs> I think it just played really smoothly, and I'm excited for that. Um... But they did confirm today, guys, that 105 miles an hour is going to be real in MLB The Show. I don't know if you guys missed that news article, but 105 is going to be real. So be prepared to never get a hit again if you play on high difficulties. I'm, I'm fully prepared. Fully prepared to never hit again. Hitting changes. Do people have ideas about the hitting changes? They probably do. People have ideas about everything. Um, Tyler. I feel like 21 to 22 had a little copy-paste thing going on. I would say it had a lot of copy-paste going on. But they checked a lot of my wish boxes for 23. Make defense matter. Absolutely. 
Make the field larger. Bless Jeebus that they're doing this. Thank you, Ramon. Praise Ramon for letting balls in the gap actually be hits. Implement better quirks. I could take or leave quirks, but I get your point. That's cool. Make player vision reasonable. Reasonable might not be the right word, Tyler. Being fully honest with you, but making player vision like a stat that in like is intentionally either helpful or problematic, I'll give you that. The clutch idea is actually pretty cool. Uh, uh, the jury is also out on the clutch idea. I don't despise the idea. I, I want to actually really feel it and play with it. Um, we still have to see how it's implemented, but a great start. Absolutely. Uh, and then I said, just kind of what I said right now, I'm 50-50 on the clutch idea. Great concept, but I need to experience it firsthand before I get a full-formed opinion. Um, I don't, and then Tyler says, I don't like how a lefty with 50 contact versus lefties can go to a 95 versus lefties just because the clutch is so high. They may have to figure that out. That's a fantastic point. Like, suddenly, platoon matchups are just thrown out the, out the window. Um, maybe it should be an average of the two numbers. Maybe, uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is, this is why I don't design and develop games, specifically this one. But yes, that's a great point. It's a fantastic point. Like, I don't care how clutch of a player you are. If you're a lefty swinger and you hit 200 against lefties, your clutch ain't helping out against Josh Hader. I'm sorry, it's not. Um, but that's a great point. It's a great point. Um, uh, patient Zero says, good evening, Kenny. What's up, Patient? How you doing, buddy? From three weeks ago, by the way, as if I haven't heard from you since. You're in my Twitch stream every time I go live. Thank you. Twitch.tv slash KDJTV, thanks. Um, which video is this? Gameplay news. Okay, gameplay news. I did drop a New Girl reference because I love that show. New Girl is being taken off of Netflix. I'm going to cry. It's going to be on a different place now. Like, I might as well just pay for fucking cable at this point. Um... Uh, someone with the YouTube username of no. <laughs> no, that's funny. Biggest gameplay fix for me. Reward good PCI placement and timing. Punish bad PCI placement and timing. Just make it make sense and it's already better than 22. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, I understand that they want to imitate real baseball, real in quotes, but at least make it so that 95% of the time a good swing is actually a hit. I'd be okay with 5% of the time a good swing is an out. Um... I think 95% is a little high, if I'm being perfectly honest with you, but I get your general point here. I, it should probably be something like a 70 to 30 ratio of good swings being hits, or at least like productive outs, instead of this weird nonsense that goes on. Um, but yeah, I think we can all agree that like there are issues with swing consistency, or maybe more so, excuse me, <clears throat> result or outcome consistency. I think we can all agree on that. Um... Jeremy Lando, I couldn't agree with you anymore on, on this point, good friend. Please just, Ramon, just give me an elevation nerf. God, I need an elevation nerf. Elevation plays too much of a factor in online play. And I, I understand why, because, like, elevation exists in real life, but it's just so, like, amplified in a video game. Uh, auto shift ban. Auto shift ban. Okay, well, the shift will look differently. I don't know if the auto shift is going to be banned. I, day one, turn my shift off. I don't like the shift. I, I would rather... Pitch people straight up and not pitch to the shift. I also think if you're a good player, the shift actually... If you have the, if you are facing an opponent who's good and you have the shift on, they're going to take advantage of that. So I just turn it off. Uh, Universal DH throughout the game, we have that. That's been confirmed. Lando. Jeremy Lando. Thank you for your comment. I hit the wrong button. Um, hello? Please stop hitting the incorrect button. Sir, you freaking moron. Thank you. 
And we will look at one more. We will look at one more. We'll look at this one here. Let's see. Let's see. Um, they really have to get the two-way player figured out? Well, Jason Harding, they say they've fixed it. <laughs> they say. We shall see. I, I will believe it when I see it, but they've been adamant now twice in separate streams mentioning that they've fixed it, and it works. Um, Jason Harding, I hate to pile on with you, good sir, but you said Konami has the rights to the World Baseball Classic. It's never coming to MLB The Show unless Konami sold it to SDS. I don't think there's a world in which it has to be exclusive, clearly, because we have it, so I'm happy about that. Very happy about that. I think you, you're probably happy about that, too. I think you were just stating um, what you believed to be true at the time. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, okay, we'll do one more. That was quick. That was quick. This one, this video is two months old. How to fix ranked seasons. But this one stirred up some controversies. Not controversy. Uh, 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 comments. D discourse. I'd love to see a mode that is ranked seasons mixed with Battle Royale. You start the season by drafting your team, and that's the team you have to use for that season. I think this would make it so not everyone is the same lineup. Die Hard Detroit. That's a, that's an interesting idea. Uh, a draft league, essentially, is what it would be. Um, my only issue with that is I don't know... <clears throat> I don't know how it works structurally. Because you probably only would have 10 competitors in that league and you're just facing the same people over and over and over and over again and you have to make sure there are enough cards in the game i i conceptually i'm totally down trust me i'm not i'm not poo-pooing your idea i'm i'm here for it i just i don't know how it would actually work but i, I would be very interested to learn more if they were to do such a thing um Universal pitch speed online is a must-add. There needs to be a setting option that allows offline games to be played at universal speed or traditional. That is very interesting. I know we talked a little bit about universal pitch speeds in this video, but that's a very interesting point from Matt White. God Squad mode is a good idea. That was my fun idea that I came up with. Personally, I would prefer to keep it at nine innings only, but I understand a lot of people prefer shorter games, so allowing the option is a good thing. I believe I had pitched six and nine-inning game modes in that one. That was my idea, because six innings is, is, is a nice happy medium. Um, yeah, just so many, so many nice people who respond to my content. Great content. You should have more followers. I would kiss you right on the mouth with your permission if we were in the same room. Thank you for that, Tyler. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, guys, I, I know this was not necessarily like the super like typical episode that we do here, but I did think this was a good time to just kind of hunker down reassess where we're at. We're 10 days away from the drop of the game. People have questions that are constantly swirling and coming about. And uh, listen, I, I don't pretend to know everything. I often tell you I don't know anything. Uh, but I, I do know enough about the way this game works because I've played it my entire life. A lot of you guys have too. Um, I'm not trying to be like above anyone. I'm just, you know, stating facts. I've played this game a long time. I've played this game a lot for a long time and I know how it works. And I'm excited to see what is about to change about the game. I hope it ushers in a new era for the game. I hope it rejuvenates a lot of the ways that we felt about the game. So many people I either know personally or have read from Twitter are like, listen, I'm just, I, it, it, this is a make or break year for me. If this game sucks, I'm out. And I would not be shocked if SDS at least was aware of that sentiment. 
I don't think they keep track of who's saying it, but I, I don't think they're stupid. I think they're paying attention to that. So with this being a make or break year and things being drastically different, all I'm looking for is potential. Of course, I'd love for this game to work. As intended. LOL. But uh, I'm looking for potential. I'm looking for like, oh, they really tried. It's very obvious where the missteps were. They're very easy missteps to address. And maybe they do it during the, the game cycle or maybe even for 24, right? I don't think we could expect a perfect product with such a big revamp in front of us. I'd love it. I think it'd be cool. You could argue that a company should not put out a game unless it's perfect, but that's a separate discussion. Uh, these yearly titles simply don't have enough time to do that, which is unfortunate, but it's also the nature of business and making money. Um, but I'm very much looking forward to the new grind. I'm very much looking forward to more content with you all. I'm looking forward to experiencing all with you guys on YouTube, Twitch, TikTok, your mother's bedroom, wherever content can be made and found. Uh, so thank you guys for listening. As always, maybe we'll we'll get into the habit of doing this. Maybe like once an episode, we'll have like an Ask YouTube or like, I don't know. If let, Let's innovate the podcast. Why not? We're innovating the rest of the content. Uh, once per episode, we'll start reading comments and, and we'll, you know, find the comment of the week without calling it that. And uh, we'll talk. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for liking, subscribing, commenting. We're on the road to 500. Guys, this is very important. I forgot about this. This game drops in 10 days. I made the completely unreasonable and outlandish goal of reaching 500 subscribers by the game it drops. We're a little over 450. We can make it happen, but I need you help. Your help. I can't even speak. I need your help. I need you guys to help me out and get there. If you guys haven't subscribed, just consider it. That's all I'm asking. All right, now I'm finally out of here. This is, this is the longest outro in the history of the fucking god of the world. Now I can't speak anymore! Bye, guys. See you next time. See ya. Peace. Bye.